0: You can find out more on my website, com backslash finding-home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives. Because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, And let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hey friend, welcome to episode 16 of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. You know, the second half of our title is Answering God's Call in the Second Half of Life. And that's what I want to encourage you to do, and actually, honestly, to encourage myself as well. Because it's not easy at this stage of life to be going out and doing new things for the Lord We've spent the last few episodes looking at Elizabeth in the book of Luke. She's one of the more minor characters in the nativity story, but she's very important. She's a huge encouragement to Mary during her pregnancy. And so when Elizabeth answers God's call, not only does she produce a prophet in her son, but she also has a ministry to a young woman who had an amazing call in her life, Mary. So we looked at episode 14, we talked about answering the unexpected call, 15 was accepting the call, and now in episode 16 today, we're going to dive a little bit deeper, because you know what? When Elizabeth answered God's call, it hurt. Her greatest desire was fulfilled, but in many ways, God was asking her to be like that grain of wheat that is thrown into the dirt to die. In John 12:24, Jesus says, "Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. We are given seed to sown, but that means it must leave our hand. And so much then is out of control. It's out of our control. Elizabeth gave all of herself to obey the Lord and to follow. And then she had to let go. John's call was not to be her son. It was to be a prophet. The world needs us to answer our own hard, painful calls that God gives us. So let's review Elizabeth for a second for clues of how we can walk out our own hard callings. First of all, she was prepared to have a hard calling by the way she had lived her life up to this moment. In Luke 1, verse 6, it says that she and her husband Zechariah were righteous before God, walking blamelessly, but they had no children. They had been walking their lives, learning God's word and living it out. And she was barren, and she was old. But she was ready for this amazing miracle because of what she'd done up to that time. So here's something else. It must have been hard for Elizabeth to believe that she would be able to have a son, much less after being barren all those years. But when they say she's advanced in years, that means it's after menopause. But the Lord is not constrained by what constrains us. What's our not enough? What's the place that there's just no way you could do that thing you feel like God is laying on your heart? He doesn't expect you to be able to do it on your own. We have to believe that Jesus will fulfill what he speaks into our life. When Elizabeth became pregnant, everything we have from her at that point is continually giving God the glory. He opens this door in her life. She runs through it and she praises him the whole way. And then we have this wonderful moment um, later on in chapter one of Luke where Mary comes to visit Elizabeth, the only woman that could probably help her and understand. But even then, here's this righteous woman, her aunt, and she's going to come to her. And how will Elizabeth respond? It's not like she could pick up a cell phone and tell her about it to prepare Elizabeth. She just has to go in faith and hope. That Elizabeth is going to be able to help her. Elizabeth is immediately filled with the Holy Spirit when she sees Mary. Once again, I think her life up to that point prepared her to see Mary through spiritual eyes. Her willingness to walk through this thing God was calling her to do at this very late stage in her life prepared her. And she is the first person in scripture to proclaim Jesus as Lord an outside person. It's not Mary who's had this spiritual experience with an angel. It's Elizabeth who does nothing but see Mary and proclaim immediately that she is carrying the Lord. She encourages Mary. And in verse 45, this is what she says, And blessed is she who believed there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Elizabeth could say that from all that she had experienced, what she had believed, what she had walked out. Guess what? This is the last time Elizabeth is mentioned in scriptures. Many scholars assume that she and Zechariah probably died early on in John's life and that he would have been raised by others just because they were elderly. Um, His later lifestyle resembles that of the Essenes. And so it's thought he might have been, that's where he went out to the desert to live with this sect out there. And maybe that's how he got these strange habits. But honestly, that's a lot of assumption and we don't know. So I'd like to take a moment and, and think about Elizabeth and extrapolate out from what it would be like for us. If we were that mom, last episode, we talked about how stubborn and strong willed John must have been to live the life that he lived. He was born with a special call, but you know what that meant for Elizabeth? He was hard to raise. He also would have been hard to explain to her neighbors who seem to be in every conversation about Elizabeth in this chapter. It would have been hard for her when he decided to go out and live in the desert I mean, basically she's watching her 401k, her support in her old age, go into the wilderness and live on bugs and honey. I am sure, I am just positive that when Elizabeth and Zechariah pictured having children, it didn't look like John. I can just imagine her saying to the Lord, wait, God, this is what you wanted? This is what you want me to do? The Lord gifted Elizabeth to have John and to lose him. God's plan for us and for our children is so much bigger than our American visions. The honor of Elizabeth's call was the heart of it. The heart of it. That was the honor. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to raise children to give to that? How do we answer this call in the second half of our life? Are we prepared for what Jesus calls us to do? Are we prepared for what Jesus calls us to give up? God's way for Daniel was an evening with lions. He called Hosea to marry a harlot. We've seen Elizabeth be barren here in the New Testament. We know Sarah and Hannah both went through barrenness in the Old Testament, and that was God's will for them. His way for Jeremiah was to be called to prophesy to a people who would hate him and who would torture him to just be quiet. Believers in Hebrews eleven are sawn in two. Paul was stoned, shipwrecked, run out of multiple towns, falsely accused, bit by a snake, and then taken to Rome to eventually die. If this if this on earth that we look at is all that there is, then it would be depressing. Is this as good as it gets? No. No, dear sister, this is not. But we hear verses like Jeremiah 29, 11 being thrown about. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I mean, hallelujah for that verse, but let's put it into context. This is said to a people to give them hope because they are on their way to Babylon They are going to go and they are going to be there for 70 years. Most of the people who hear that verse will never see its fulfillment. But if they believe God and they teach their children and their children's children his truth, they will see the prosperity and restoration that God has in store. I just don't think happiness on this earth is the main goal. I just don't think it is. If Elizabeth had lived, it would have been with the very hard consequences of her calling. Of her calling from God. Her calling hurt. Her only son left for ministry. He lived in the desert where she couldn't reach him. He was eventually taken prisoner and he died a violent death, an unjust death. Her calling hurt. Did the Lord miss up? Did he fail to fulfill his promise? Once again, if our view is only of this earth, it would seem so. But our perspective as believers in Jesus is so much bigger. This is just the prelude. This is like the front porch or the entrance of something. We're looking into eternity. We can answer the hard call here because our viewpoint reaches so much further. In Hebrews eleven thirteen, it says, these all died in faith. Not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. Isn't that a crazy verse? If you really think about it, you mean God promised something and he didn't deliver? Well, maybe not to them. Sarah did not see the fulfillment of her promise of generations after her. She didn't see it in this lifetime, but they occurred. God fulfilled what he said. It's just that he has a much bigger view than our few years here on earth. As we face another new year, it's time for us to ask, Lord, what do you have for me to do here in 2021 and in all the craziness that's around us? Is it hard? Okay, God, but please help me to do it. Have we in our lifetime ever seen the world more in need of our faithfulness? Sister, we've got a call in the second half of our life, and we need to answer it. Have you heard God's call? Even if you don't see how it could possibly happen. If we each answer the calls the Lord gives us, even if they seem either one small and insignificant or impossibly difficult— but we let him come through us, multiply the small, enable the impossible. And we each do our part of what he's calling us to do. Think, think of how much all of that would add up to. And then we could be like Mary. To whom Elizabeth says in Luke 1:45, Blessed is she who believed there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Believe, sister. Whatever he's calling you to do, it matters. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave, take a baby step, do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.